Hey, good morning. This is your boy, Doug Showers, and right now you are listening to Doug Showers Motivational Podcast. And I want to say thank you for tuning in today. Um, I know I've been away for a while. Um, I've been receiving just a lot of messages, phone calls, texts, uh, DMs, emails, and just kind of taken back from all the feedback that I've been getting from the list from you all. Um, and basically what I've come to the conclusion is the certain things that you guys really gravitate to and that you really enjoy listening to me discuss and touch on and talk about. Um, I'm, I really took that into account. Um, so now basically moving forward, I'm going to keep the same premise of the idea of basically talking about life and motivating each other. Not just you all, but myself as well, and just about life, relationships, um, love, even touching on being a parent, um, everything. So much has transpired within the last two months, and I really want to share with you guys about everything that's been going on and the things that I've been learning so far. Um, but I really do pre appreciate the feedback that I've been getting from you all. Um, it's greatly appreciated. I took down notes. I listened to the criticism. I listened to the pros and cons of everything everybody had to say. And I'm taking it in. Basically, the reason why I did that is because I want this podcast to not only help and motivate, I also wanted to move. And when I say move is I just, I really wanted to be something that we all can get involved with together. You know, all the listeners can really get involved and we can do this thing together and help it grow and really touch other lives and everybody that's out here that's dealing with a lot of the same issues and things that we're dealing with. And they just don't have an outlet or have any type of information or insight from anywhere to receive and how to deal with those situations. So, again, to all you listeners that's been listening and been rocking with your boy, I want to say thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And I have a good segment I want to talk about today. Um, on today's segment, I want to talk about. Why not choose love? I know that <clears throat> in today's world, when we are dealing with things and we see what other people go through in their relationships, we see what other people go through in their marriages, and we see the things that or we try to lean on the things that we experience in our own relationships or in our own marriages and everything again. We look at all of that, and for the most part, people on the outside that are not in relationships or marriages, majority from what I've been noticing is they'll say, I don't want to deal with love because of what so-and-so have going on in their relationship or their marriage, or I don't want to deal with love because I tried it and it didn't work. Don't get me wrong. It's natural to feel that way 
Because in our minds, we think love is just this grand feeling of eternal bliss, no heartache, no pain, no struggle. Love is just a wonderful feeling that carries us, lifts us up, brightens our day, give us new air to breathe. And we can just float through life when we're just in love. But I want to say this. Even when you love someone, you're going to have trials and tribulations. And you're going to have to put in the work. Because anybody will tell you that's in a long-standing relationship or marriage. It takes more than just love to make it work. You're going to actually have to do some work. I'm going to say this. This is the point that I made because someone made a statement to me that, you know, a, a friend of mine, she said, I don't want to deal with love. I don't want to deal with none of that because I look at what these folks in these relationships and marriages go through. And I don't, I dare don't want to be embarrassed like that. But I simply told her this. Every day you get up, you walk around, you know people out here that are financially broke. You see it every day. And you personally know people that are broke. But that don't stop you from getting up to going to work to get your own money. So why is it that we don't look at love that way? Regardless of what other people are going through, love is something that you should automatically feel as though, even though the type of love that certain people that I see from others are dealing with is not the type of love that I want. But I understand that I deserve love for myself. I want it. I'm going to be honest with you guys this morning. For me, myself, I want love for myself. Not the kind of love that somebody else has. Not the kind of love that another relationship has or whatever. Or that I want love for myself. And which means is the type of love I want is the love that I built with somebody and we built our own connection and we built our own dynamic in that sense. Like I said, we go out here every day, we see people struggle every day, but that don't stop us from trying to get a job and that don't stop us from trying to get a bag. So why not have that same approach to love? A lot of y'all that are listening right now, um, a lot of y'all have faith in God. Um, you believe in some form of higher power. And one thing we do know about God, God is what God is love. Now, you can have, how is it that you can have belief in God who is love, but stand back and say, I don't want to deal with it because of what others are going through. I'm going to tell you something. No matter if you're in a long-standing relationship or a marriage, people go through things. Being in love does not exempt you from having to deal with challenges in your relationship. If anything, challenges come to show you that this is what I think. Let me, let me back up. Challenges come to offer you choices. 
It's simple. That's what that's the purpose of a challenge to offer you choices. First choice. When the challenge comes, if you have you have a, you have first choice. You can either choose number one to build with your your partner, help each other, learn and try to figure out and navigate your way through the issue. And grow and learn from it, or you have another option. Just leave them the hell alone. Don't deal with it. But how many of y'all realize that being in a relationship that ain't never dealt with any type of challenges or any type of trial or tribulation ain't really worth a damn? This is what I'm saying. For the listeners that have a connection to God or believe in God somewhat or on any type of level, honestly speaking, and I'm and I'm gonna say this for myself. I'm gonna say this for myself first. I can't speak for you all, but I'm gonna say this for myself. I didn't know God was real until I started going through some pain in my life. When I started dealing with some real issues and drama. And God was right there to hold my hand and pick me up every time. That's when I knew God was real. And that's how I knew that he loved me. Because at my lowest, he saw enough in me to stand by me and stay by me and help me through my situation. And see, people, you got to understand, with love, it is a great feeling. But understand, we have to be mature about this thing called love. Because, see, we got this fairy tale idea wrapped up in in our minds where ever since we were kids, we watching Disney movies and cartoons about love. And it's always, you know, a woman in distress and a man come through and he fights through all hell and high water and get her. And she just hop in his arms and they ride off into the sunset. That's just the good part. But what the movies weren't showing us was when, after they rolled off in the sunset and got home, the woman in distress, the princess, mad at the man that saved her life because he's leaving clothes on the floor. He forgot her birthday. He forgot the anniversary. Or the man frustrated with the woman, with the princess, because, you know, she mad too much. She complains too much. She's always accusing him of something that he didn't do. They don't show you that part. They just show them right off in the sunset and the movie go off. And we think that's how life works. We grow up thinking that how life works. I mean, and it's a lot. Don't get me wrong. It's fun to entertain it for the children, but a lot of us have took those things that were just supposed to be for children and we really applied it to our adult lives. And that's kind of, that's kind of crazy to me that we do that. This is what you have to understand. Understand who you are as a person and understand what it is that you truly want from a relationship. Once you be real with yourself in those aspects, then you can navigate towards meeting the the right person 
that's in line with what you truly want. Not what others feel. Not what your mom and daddy think. Not what your friends think. What it is that you truly want. And build from that. Because a lot of us will get in these relationships and say we're in love, but we're not even honest about the dynamics of a relationship that we really want. And this is the thing. This is what we have to understand. No matter what, love will always be a choice. No matter what. God doesn't force the world to love us, so how can we do it to one another? And I, the biggest issue that we have, because a lot of us, when we go through a little heartache and we see others going through it, the, the biggest reason why we fall back so quick from love, quicker than we try to fall back from money, is because we can't control we can't control how others love us. Love is a, is a thing that we just can't control, which is why we're so quick to fall back from it and run away from it, because we can't control it. Can't control how a person loves us. You know, I used to have this thing where for me, for myself, I used to say, well, you know, I want, I want me a woman that's going to love me no matter what. Love me no matter what. And I had to start changing my thinking and the way I talk about it because now what I say is I want someone, no matter what the season is, choose me in every season. A lot of us think we're in love. We're not in love with the person. We're in love with the season. We're so in love with the season that we totally miss who that person is. You know, it's easy to love somebody when everything going good, job paying well, kids acting like they got some sense, ain't nothing going on with the car, everything in the house running. But what do you do when you go through a season when all of that is flipped upside down? Jobs are having cutbacks. Your kids ain't acting right. They talking back to you crazy. How everything going wrong in the house, pipes breaking, stuff leaking, stuff ain't working like it's supposed to, your car running funny. What do you do in those seasons? A lot of times when we're dealing with those seasons, we'll get mad at the person. Not understanding that the situation that's around us in the relationship that's going on, we have no control over that. So why is it that we're mad at one another? Why is it? You know, the thing is, in those situations, when those things happen, when the season change, because when we fall in love with the beauty of everything going good, and then when that season change, we heartbroken. And we have the nerve to take it out on our partner as if our partner stood up and changed the weather themselves in a relationship. And that's unfair to them. The anger that you have towards your partner during a bad during this bad season, you have to put things in perspective and understand it's not their fault that the season changed. Because seasons are gonna always change. Seasons come and seasons go. We 
we know this about the weather. Summer, spring, fall, and winter. We know about all of that. It's going to come and it's going to go. But understand this, regardless of what season you're in with that person, it doesn't change what their heart is. But I'm going to say this. Pay attention to how they operate when the seasons change. And that's on both sides. Whether it's you dealing with everything that's going on or whether it's you witnessing them deal with things that's going on. Pay attention. You know, there's an old saying, people say that when a person is mad at you, trust what they say when they mad at you. You know, they like, you know, almost kind of like when people say, when people are drunk, they tell the truth. But when a person is mad at you, pay attention to how they speak to you. And this is a lesson that I really want y'all to take in and understand. No matter how frustrated you get, no matter how tired you get, understand it. It should be you and your partner versus the problem, not each other. Disagreement should never lead to disrespect. I'm not saying that you're not going to have disagreement. That's just, that's natural when you're building a dynamic with someone. When you're on a team, you're going to have disagreement. Because you're your own person before you met that person. And, that, and your partner was their own person before they met you. With your own ideas and your own thoughts, and you're trying to come together. So you're going to have disagreement, but disagreement should never lead to disrespect. It should be y'all versus the problem and not each other. I want you guys to really think about this. We are living in a time where now everything is so social media driven. Everything is over, overly sexualized. Everything. And a lot of people are so caught up on the way it looks that they bypass the substance of what it is that they have. I'm going to tell you something. Just because you're doing all this posting on social media, pics for the gram, Facebook, and everything else. All these posts on Snapchat. Don't let that be the basis of your relationship. Don't let how others view your relationship validate what you have. Because I'm going to say this, for the ones that are listening that have a relationship with God. How would you feel if people just all of a sudden stood up and started judging your connection to God without even knowing the trials that he brought you through? You will feel some kind of way. You will feel offended that somebody really questioned your connection with God because they don't know what you've been through in life. 
He said, how dare you even come to me and even fix your mouth to even criticize or question my belief in God? And you don't know what I dealt with. You don't know the moments that I cried. You don't know the moments that I just didn't know how I was going to make a way. And he made a way for me. So now, apply that to your relationship. Think about it. You so gung-ho about posting and showing the world what you have as far as your relationship. But you bypass the substance of what you have because you want validation from the world. But this is the thing. When you're going through trials and tribulations in your relationship, when you're going through hardships in your relationships, the world don't give a damn because they're not there with y'all staying up all night. They're not there laying in the bed with anxiety and worry because of what's going on within the relationship. They are not there with you. The world don't give a damn. So stop putting so much validation on your relationship based on how the world sees. We need to start taking more time and falling back and building what we have with each other. And for one to do that, start it off is having open and honest conversations and communication with one another. In your relationship, open and honest. I'm going to tell you something. If you can't be vulnerable with the one you're laying next to, who can you be vulnerable with? This is what's amazing to me. I can give my body to you, but I can't trust you. That is so crazy. That makes no sense. Because at the end of the day, all you're doing, when it, comes, when it comes to that thought process and that dynamic, you're just fulfilling a, self, a selfish need. I don't trust you, but I give my body to you. I lay down with you. I have that to you. In that case, I hate to say it, but you almost get in the bedroom with a thought of a prostitute. And that's on men and women. That's just what it is. I'm going to lay with this person. I don't trust them. I'm going to lay with this person, but I don't love them like that. But they fulfill certain selfish needs that you have, so that's why you do it. You pimping yourself out. You pimping out your dignity and your self-respect for what you really want a relationship for the other thing. Why? Because they help you pay bills? Why? Because it look good on the internet that y'all together? But you sacrificing your inner peace for that. Is it really worth it? Is it really worth it? These are the things that we got to start asking ourselves. Is it really worth it? So many people are dealing with this and they don't want to be honest about it because they're afraid of how it may look. And I'm going to say this, a lot of us are in relationships that we ain't got no business being in. Because we've chosen each other off of convenience. And to really see what I mean by that, when you get a chance, if y'all have 
for the ones who haven't already, go back and listen to the episode of my podcast called Sex is a Weapon. I touch on all of that. I didn't get to everything that needed to be touched on, but I touched on all of that. When you get a chance, go back and listen to a Sex is a Weapon, and you'll see what I mean. But I say, why not choose love? Because I don't hear people running for money. And that's because, you know, if you go get a job and the job tell you, we're going to pay you $20 an hour. Okay. That's set in stone, $20 an hour. Whether you work one hour that day or eight hours that day, you know you'll get $20 an hour. That's what you know for four things. But the scary thing about love is you don't have no control over it. So you could you could show up every day in your relationship and be in your mind who you think you're supposed to be in a relationship, and a person can still not choose you, and that is the scary part. Then it turns into something else. We become bitter, vindictive, angry, hateful, mad because we done did everything that we're supposed to do. But yeah, that person still didn't choose us. And that's the scary thing about love. Because we can't control it. We can't dictate high comes. We can't dictate high flow. Only thing we can control is if we want to receive it or not. That's it. But you have to understand. It's more scary to sacrifice your inner peace, your dignity, your pride, your peace of mind, just to be connected to a person that you don't even care about. Versus you loving someone and being who you are. And that person, if that person chooses to disrupt or mess up the dynamic that y'all have with the love that you're giving within your relationship. And that's on them. They made a choice. They made a choice. And I'm going to say this. A lot of us have made the wrong choices in so many different areas of our life that we needed forgiveness for. Now, I'm not saying, you see, you know, people, what Automatically, people, you know, a lot of a lot of y'all listeners, y'all thinking, oh, he, what you talking about? The man cheat on me. He got to get up out of here. And vice versa, a woman cheat on me, she got to go. Okay. Understand, I can't tell nobody how to deal with infidelity. I can't. But I'm going to say this. A lot of times, when it comes to your relationship, understand it's deeper than just love because you're going to have to make sound decisions about what it is that you truly have with that person. Now, nobody can put a gun to the back of somebody's head and make it cheap. Nobody. But I'm going to say this. You'll be surprised in more cases than not that the partner who got cheated on had a hand in it. Just being real. Just being real right now. No, some of y'all not going to agree with this. 
And that's okay. But I want you to think about this. Just because you're being who you think you should be in a relationship, it's always conducive to what the other person wants all the time. A lot of people think, I'm going to go on both sides. I'm going to start with the women. I'm going to start with the men. For the women, a lot of women think, okay, if I fucking good and feed it and clean up the house, he is fulfilled in a relationship. The man is getting, that's what he wants. He is fulfilled in a relationship. Understand, for a lot of men, it's deeper than that. For us men, I'm telling you as a man, for us, it's how you talk to us. Are you encouraged? Are you kind? Do you know how to listen? Are you willing to accept an open and honest conversation from your man, even when he's saying things that you don't like? Are you willing to receive? Do you make him feel small? Do you bash him to others? Not just to him, not just to him, but do you do you publicly bash him? Do you have anger problems? Do you fly off the handle because you don't get your way? All of those things. A lot of women do that to their men. And then what the man do, one thing about a man. You know, we're going to go wherever it's peaceful at. It's just that simple. And what the man do, deal with a woman like that, that's doing all that to him, you know what he's going to do? It's easy for a woman to come in, especially on the job. She come in, see that he's stressed. You know, because I hate to say it, y'all, I'm just being real. Y'all got to understand, you know, there's some stylists out here in this job these jobs, they pay attention to stuff like that. You know, you mind y'all, y'all women mind y'all look at man but some, some old, but I'm telling you, they pay attention to stuff like that. They see, oh, John is so stressed out with it, and she pay attention. What's wrong, John? You been down? You okay? She just asked a simple question. And a lot of women don't even know how to do that when a man come home. You okay? And Johnny go to open it up and he tell her everything. Just, you know, just tired, man. Just tired. Dealing with all of this. Yeah? Just tired. Yeah? Come home, man. You know, I work here every day, dealing with these bosses, dealing with these coworkers, man. I get home. Man, I got stopped by the police on the way home. And then, man, I get here, get to the house, man. And she's standing there with an attitude. Tell me what took me so long. And I'm trying to tell her she don't want to hear it. She's just accusing me of fucking around. I'm tired every time. I ask a question. She make it about something I did a long time ago. I just, I, I can't even, I just can't think. I ain't got no room to breathe. Right? I'm, just, I'm just tired. I'm just tired. Whatever I do ain't never good enough. And then you know what Sally do? She sit back. She might rub it back. Put a hand on the shoulder. Say, no matter what, you are a good man. And she'll just walk off. Hope you have a good day. You're a good man. 
And that's simple. And I know y'all women thinking right now, that look, I can't believe that something like that. I can't believe something like that. You, that's all it takes for a man. See, that's crazy. See, you understand? It's deeper than that. That's how it starts. You have to understand, in that simple moment, Sally made Johnny feel like a human being. She made him feel like he was worth something because she was willing to give him encouragement. Now, regardless of what her end game might be, but in that moment, that's how Johnny took it. Because a lot of times, that's all he really wanted from his wife at home. So then, as time go by, and you know, the wife at home still doing the same stuff, still doing the same stuff, and then every time, then get to the point, you know, now, because Johnny got all the emotional support from Sally at the job, now, wife at home just nagging, nagging in the ear, nagging in the ear. Johnny's just sitting up smiling, because he know he got to get, get ready to go to work to see Sally. To get that emotional support. So he ain't even hearing what the wife say no more. Wife don't even know it. Day by day she losing her man. To another woman. Then finally it gets to that point. Where. Johnny and Sally has built the connection for so long. So then. It turns into something else. Johnny never intended it for it to go that far. But because of what it is that he truly always wanted from a relationship at his core, it's being fed, he falls into that trap. Now him and Sally creeping around. And Johnny knows it's wrong. But he can't let go. of the things of what he really wants being fed by that. Can't let that go. Because he's been starving for it for so long. But on the flip side, let's really focus on now. Let's talk about how Johnny was really wrong. You know, a while back, if you go back and listen, earlier this morning when I said communication is important. And it is in this sense. Journey for one. Should have started really putting in the time and effort to really get his wife to listen and hear what he got to say. And communicate with her and say, baby. And this is the thing. How we approach these situations helps so much. It's easy to come through those men. You always... Running your mouth. You always talking about what I ain't doing. You always. That never solved anything. Swelling up at the chest at, at your at your partner, your wife, and all of that. Man, that don't solve that. That'd be your ego. And I'm going to tell you something. Your ego is not needed with your wife. Because she is there to help you. Your ego is not needed with your girlfriend. Because she is on your team. Supposed to be. She's better help you. The approach got to change, guys. How we talk about women. The approach really got to change. We have to really sit back and, you know, all Johnny had to do come home, little baby. 
I know that you're doing the best that you can at home. You're doing a wonderful job taking care of the house, the kids, making sure I have something to eat, making sure my clothes are, making sure the house clean. You're doing a wonderful job, but I just want to say something. And see, this is what we have to do. Listen, everybody pay attention. Because what I'm about to say, this is what a lot of us have trouble dealing with. Johnny's sitting there telling all of that, and he say, but I'm going to tell you something. It hurts me as a man when I come home and everything come out your mouth be so negative towards me. I'm telling you, it hurts my feelings. Much as I love you, much as I know we love each other, why do you talk to me like that? And see, in that moment, a lot of us get the sense. And I've seen it. A lot of women can get this to this is the day by Johnny saying that he's not attacking her as a woman. What he's doing is revealing and pulling back the effect of how she deal with him and how it really affects him on a deeper level. He's really showing and wants to offer true understanding about what it is that's going on with him. But a lot of women will get offended. Oh, but what about the times when my feelings were hurt when, and see, this is the thing. Women, y'all got to stop doing that. I'm not saying your feelings are not valid. I'm not saying you don't have a right to feel away about something that's been done to you. But what I'm saying is, understand this. You have to look at life. Think about your relationship. Okay, y'all on the team. And in a team, when there's a team, that means a game is being played. You're on the team and you're dealing with the game a lot. What you can't do, ladies, ladies, is you can't take a mistake in the first quarter and beat your teammate across the head about it in the fourth quarter when you're trying to win the game. As the game progresses, so many different situations are going to come and go. You have to deal with situations as they come in that moment for what it is for that situation. Not about what happened early on in the game. What happened in the fourth quarter, you can't constantly bring it up and be weighing in about what happened in the first quarter. Because the first quarter is over with. What's happened, happened, you can't change it. You're going to move past it or you're going to just sit on it and allow it allow it to mess up the dynamic of your team. It's okay, ladies, for your man to come to you and tell you how he's feeling about what it is that you're doing in that moment. What it is that they don't like and how they feel during that present situation. It's okay. Receive it. Talk about it and try to come to a solution. And then you move on. A lot of us, and men, we do it too, but a lot of us, what we do, we'll deal with certain stuff, just take it, won't say nothing, we'll sit on it. And then when something comes up, when our, when our partner comes to us about something that we don't like, what we don't agree with, it's like, 
we have what we sitting on, we pull it out our back like a bat, like a baseball bat and swing and try to knock it across the partner head. So see, now this is what you have to understand. When we're dealing with problems, are you trying to deal with the problem or are you trying to win the argument? So that's two different things. Think about it. What is it that you actually gain from winning an argument in a relationship instead of solving the problem? Winning argument and not solving problems just simply means you know how to run your mouth. That's all it means. Really. I had to learn that for myself. You know, we all we had to say, oh, I'm going to make sure I get the last word. I want to be hurt. And that's an ego thing. And you really need to go talk to somebody about that. The fact that when somebody coming to, coming to you with something that's damaging them emotionally to their core, you so fixated on, oh, I got to make sure I get the last word. I got to make sure whatever I say, okay, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but what about this? And then you just, I, I'm not going to lose. It ain't about wins and losses when you within your team. It's about winning against your the opposition. Things that come up that trying to go against your team, that's what you should win against. Not between each other. How many times? For the ones that pay attention to sports. You have a whole team. Let's just say basketball, for example. You got 12 guys on the team, and other team got 12 guys. But you look up at that scoreboard, all the points that the guys throw on their team goes for their team. They don't have this mile-long scoreboard, and you see, well, number one got six points, number six got eight points, number nine got – you don't see that on the scoreboard. Now, you got people that keep up with stats on the side, but you don't see that on the scoreboard. At the end of the day, when the game is over, people are looking at what team won and what team lost. They're looking at the total points. And a lot of us want to be MVPs on the team, but you lose in every game. This is what I'm saying. A lot of us want to be MVPs on our team, but we are losing every game. You can go out here and score 50. Your team, your teammate is giving you the ball. You score 50, but you're losing every game. How you losing every game? You going out here making everything about yourself. And your partner just giving it to him, just giving it to you, just giving it to you, let you run with it, let you run with it. But your relationship is suffering by the day. To the point where your partner don't even really understand that true self-worth no more. Because they done made it so much about you and everything that you have neglected to even acknowledge what it is that they do for the, for your team. But you so caught up in stuff. But you the MVP of the team, though. People remember winners in the sense of their team success.
That's what it's about, team success. Put down your ego. Put away the selfishness. And I ask you, why not choose love? I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of this podcast. I really enjoy sharing with you guys. And again, like I said, don't hesitate to reach out. You can also reach out on all my social media. Um, this podcast has its own Instagram page called Doug Shadows Motivation. You can pull it up. You can DM me on there. Um, also, my all my other social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, is under Doug Showers. Um, you guys can reach out on there and DM me on there as well. Uh, reach out to me messages. Or if you're listening on the Anchor app um, with the link that's provided on the post about this podcast, you can click on the Anchor app. and also has a link provided for where you guys can actually click the link and send in an actual voicemail. Or text, or text message to the podcast. And just, like I say, don't, you guys keep messaging me and give me, giving me your feedback. Because like I said, I'm not doing this just for me. You know, it's, it's been on my heart to do this for a long time. I'm doing this for the simple fact is because I realize I'm not the only one in life that deal with things. We all out here dealing with things. And when you guys reach out and talk to me, give me your insight. I see so many different perspectives. And I see so and with all those different perspectives, I see so many different ways to learn to get better and grow and do that. So again, I just want to say thank you to you all for your support. And thank you for listening to Doug Shower's motivation. Hope you have a blessed and wonderful day.